you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host. Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from The Chris Voss Show, thechrisvossshow.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a man who eats chicken wings with chopsticks, I'm your host, Chris Voss. Welcome to The Big Chris Voss Show. We certainly appreciate that. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, you know the drill. As always, we're talking to incredible CEOs, entrepreneurs, as we will be today, talking about a lot of uh, cool things about building businesses and uh, being a great CEO. Uh, on top of that, Remember, it's a holiday season. You're watching this 10 years from now going, Chris, it's May. Uh, no, but uh, right now it's holiday season for now. And, uh, you know, this show is pre-recorded if you're watching five years from now. Uh, check your YouTube date before you leave a comment, please, because I hate it when you people do that. Um, but thanks for watching. Uh, go to YouTube.com for chess Chris Foss. Tell your family to at the big Christmas dinner. Give the gift that keeps on giving at Christmas. Package them up a little certificate to iTunes to subscribe to the Chris Voss Show. That or just grab their phone and subscribe for them. Um, also go to our big LinkedIn groups, 130,000 people over there on LinkedIn. The big LinkedIn newsletter, the big LinkedIn uh, uh, company group that's over there. That thing, we just sent out a news- newsletter on that and didn't have any idea. There's a whole bunch of people following that thing. Um, and uh, go check out all of our properties that we have all over the Internet. You can stalk us wherever we are, all the big Facebook groups as well. Uh, today... We have an amazing uh, CEO on the show. We're going to be talking to him about a lot of stuff he does. There's going to be a lot crammed in this show, so you're going to definitely want to stay tuned and watch past the first five minutes. Uh, he is Brian J. Esposito. Uh, he has ranked the world's top 10 CEOs, or among the top 10 CEOs. You're like, hey, there's 10 of them? He's ranked among the top world's top C- 10 CEOs for 2020, 2021, and 2023 in the world CEO rankings by Adria Management LLC. He is the founder and CEO of Esposito Intellectual Enterprises LLC, an award-winning serial entrepreneur and business leader. He is recently renowned for being a core part of an innovation team to build Noddle, Noddle, Noodle? Is it not only Noodle? Noodle. Noodle. Oh, I was completely off. See, I went to public school. Uh, the world's largest wireless network and ecosystem of connected devices, and as well as TurnCoin. Is it the correct pronunciation? Because there's two R's in there. You got it. There you go. Turn coin. Uh, a registered SEC digital security that on a monthly basis shares 100% of three revenue generated uh, from its the exchange exchanges virtual stacks platform to all turn coin uh, holders. And there's one R in that one. So yes. is there one R or two R? There's one R. So I don't know what you're reading, but somebody's I, somebody. So were you, there's a bio you sent me on the email. Oh boy. <laughs> somebody, uh, I'm, to blame. I'm to blame uh, on that. I, I've done that. Uh, Turncoin is the only revenue sharing digital security that derives its value and yield from the sale of virtual stacks. So we'll get into some of the details of the rest of, of the stuff. Welcome to the show, Brian. How are you? I'm doing good, Chris. Thanks for having me today. 
There you go. And thanks for coming on board. Give us your dot coms where you want people to find you on those interwebs in the sky, the magic ones. Absolutely. I don't have as many as, as you have out there, but it's EIE.rocks is the corporate site. So EIE.rocks. And then anybody can always reach out to me or connect with me directly at Brian J. Esposito. And I basically only use LinkedIn or Twitter for all of my social and communications with our companies and anybody that wants to speak with me. There you go. And thanks to Ming for the comments. He's got the uh, dot com right or the dot. Uh, rocks right in there for Look us. That. There you go. Uh, it's almost like people watch the show live. Um, getting a few likes coming through. Uh, so uh, let's talk about uh, your uh, sort of thing. I want to encourage people to go watch the YouTube video. This is one of the things we do. Uh, you've got an incredible, uh, interesting background. What's going on in your background? What are all these things that you've got? Back here? Yeah, uh, some, anywhere. Some of the, some of the best uh, iconic memorabilia from the biggest movies in the world. Not awesome sauce. I, I see a Thor hammer. Backpack that you guys can't see, but that's my favorite thing back there. Yeah, you got the Thor hammer. Big Lebowski skateboard behind me. The Big Lebowski skateboard. The dude abides. That was the line I was looking for. <laughs> there you go. I knew it. The dude it would, abides. It would come to you. There you go. And uh, the room, the, the rug really tied the room together, man. Just take it easy, man. Uh, <laughs> one of the greatest movies of all time, The Big Lebowski. If you don't think so, um, I, I can't be friends with anybody. I'm with you. So. I'm yeah. Stop listening now, actually. Just yeah. yeah. Else. <laughs> we just lost two viewers. Too. <laughs> all, all the cool people watch this. So, so uh, let's talk. You, you've been a CEO for how long? How many years have you been a CEO and a serial entrepreneur? Yeah, I've been building companies since uh, since a teenager. So my first mm. um, real company that I rolled out, I built the first B2B. Be the CE commerce platform for the beauty industry in the mid to late 90s. I launched over 1,200 brands. We were distributing wow. products all over the world. I got to work with some of the most um, amazing celebrities, athletes, uh, musicians, singers, entertainers on building out their brands and you know their personal brands. You know the interesting thing about the beauty industry it's uh, it's like the mafia. It just always keeps pulling me back. And if you look at some of the major billionaire, iconic uh, actresses, actors, and celebrities, it was that beauty component that actually made them into the hundred millionaire or the billionaire. Uh, what I've learned in that career and building that company is uh, early on, there was a few industries that were known as recession-proof, and it was typically tobacco, alcohol, beauty, and gambling. Uh, now we've learned that beauty is the only one that's not only recession-proof, but it's also pandemic-proof because women will spend their their last dollar to look good because it makes them feel good, and that's that's the industry. That there you happens. go. Uh, Note to self, go into beauty products. Actually, I had a beauty line that I tried to sell uh, that I made, and people just kept looking at me like, no one wants to look like you, man. That's not true. That's not true. Let's build it. Let's well, make it. You got, you got a lot of listeners out there. Let's get them something tangible. Yeah, but they they mostly want, listen on the podcast. It's all audio. You know, they don't watch the oh, YouTube. Get them some ears. Get them some ear cream. <laughs> So they could hear it better. I, you know, that maybe that should be the new model for the show. The Chris Voss Show, the ear cream of podcasts. I'm not really sure. Yes, I love That's it. Probably, See, look at that. We just made a amazing idea. It's probably not going to end well or play well either. People are going to be like, ew, is this an OnlyFans channel? What's going on there? Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, so what motivates you want to be entrepreneur? How'd you get this bug in you? That How'd you get yeah. the, the entrepreneur disease? As I yeah, it definitely is a disease and there's no cure for it. <laughs> Uh, my personal opinion is, you know, it's in your DNA. It's, it's in you to just go out and do it. Some people, it takes a little bit longer to make that, that step. Uh, it's, it's, it's for a strong minded, strong stomach person. Uh, the hardest part about an entre entrepreneur's journey, especially in their family or in their household or even with their peers 
it's a lonely journey because there's only so many of us that understand what's pulling at us to go out and do something. Uh, and we also need support and we, we, we desire support from our inner circle and it's sometimes very difficult to get. So it is a lonely journey and, and something that something I've had to battle with constantly on trying to get that support from you know, family, friends and loved ones. And then at some point in my career, I just said, does, I, I don't need it. I just need to know that I know I, I love what I'm doing. I'm going to keep going after it and I believe in myself and, and it will click. And then the funny part is when it clicks all those people that you were just dying for their support on, they said, oh, they become your best friends again. And we knew you were going to do it. We knew you were going to make it. And, oh, uh, yeah. and, you know, get the accolades and take them uh, when they come because uh, it, it is well-deserved and it is a good feeling. I was always the black sheep in my family because I didn't join into the religious cult. And uh, so I was always the black sheep. But then when I became successful, I got money. Then they're all like, I got invited back to all the parties, but then, but then they're like, you, you can't talk about your atheist uh, sort of evil satanic ways. And I'm like, but then I'm not showing up. So it was kind of funny how that works. It's, it's always interesting, but you know, it, it is a hard basis. What, what tripped you into it or what started you into it? Was there, was there some sort of bug that got into you or is there uh, some sort of influence that made you want to, I just, I wanted to make a mark. I don't know. I'm, I'm, very connected with um this isn't going to go into religion or spirituality so i want to make sure you're uh, uh, i give that little sure. disclaimer based on what you told me so uh, i youngest of four of my siblings are 10 to 13 years older than me uh so i was surrounded by more funerals than celebratory events when i started oh. getting older because grandparents were passing away aunts uncles family friends so i was just i just bombarded with death uh, so I, I ties into my company model that I've used forever is time was our most precious commodity. Mm -hmm. And um, then in 2016, after I kind of built my little empire to my my world of uh, 30 or so holdings at that time, got into a terrible car accident where a drunk driver hit me head on, wow. uh, stupidly going back to my office on a Sunday in Nashville for meetings. And um, the the nice part of the story is uh, I didn't die. And uh, I, I thanked the woman because I'll take that hit because she could have killed somebody or ruined the family. So I'll take that hit every time. Mm -hmm. uh, secondly, the dominoes after that was I lost everything at that point. Uh, I, really? was the, I was the connector for I was a deal maker, the rainmaker. I was a relationship builder, all my companies and holdings and all my work. I was the glue, which was the wrong model, because once you took the glue out of it, all the uh, popsicle sticks fell and collapsed. So um, uh, which was good again, too. I had to rebuild from less than nothing. Wow. I didn't file, didn't file for bankruptcy. It's not my style. I don't uh, ever intend to go out and hurt or screw people. But, you know, my life hit a bad jam and I had to rebuild and rebuilding with less than nothing is very difficult. So you got to get really scrappy. And the very long answer to uh, to your question is I always understood that time is limited uh no guarantee if we're going to be here a minute an hour from now let alone, let alone 50 years from now so what can i do in, in the time that i'm given you know whatever that hourglass looks like how can i make an impact how can i at least leave this life feeling like i did something and it's not money oriented that's kind of something that always got me in harm's way in the past is that I don't money to me is a byproduct of good people doing good work. Mm -hmm. I stupidly and inherently believe that everybody's good. Not the case, <laughs> not the case. Really? I, I'm telling you, I, I, you it's, it's a rumor, people. 
Yeah. They, well, when you have like when you're wired like me and you have that window or door open, you invite good and bad into your life. And yeah. uh, your job with your experiences and life lessons is to spot the bad as quickly as possible and slam that window on their hands before they get in and, and never blame people for the harm's way they may have put you in. That's that's yeah. your fault. You know, it's your actions, your decisions that allow your life to go one way or the other. Uh, the people that get thrown in, into your life. I believe they all serve a purpose, uh, and if and if the after after effect of someone you meet uh, maybe becomes something bad or negative, well, there's something to learn there if you're emotionally evolved enough to understand that what got me into that position, what is what am I supposed to get out of this? And, you know, my opinion is, I thank people that try to screw me or or get one over on me because they show me a vulnerability that I still have. I need to. Work. I do the same thing as I'm shoveling the the dirt over their body. I think thanks, thanks, and, man. The, and the lime. So you make sure you have. Yeah, oh. you always make sure you got that mix. If you don't have like a eighty twenty mix, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. yeah. And you don't have much time left. Yeah, I live in you know I lived in Vegas for twenty years. We all know how that West Desert works. Uh, you can't put them in Lake Mead anymore because the the water it's keeps the dropping. Too well, it doesn't work. Yeah, they're finding all sorts of shit. You don't even want to know. Um, but no, this is important. You know, uh, one of my favorite lines. I went through my cathartic times with my businesses. Over the years, the 2008 recession, you know, took took me and my <laughs> my little empire out. Um, there's uh, one of my favorite lines in one of my favorite movies is Fight Club, and mm-hmm. there's a line there uh, that says, "It's only after we've lost everything that we're free yeah. to do anything." So true. And it, it's it, the one thing I learned when I lost everything um, was that I still had my most important asset, and it it honed me to to whittle me down to go there's still one thing that you have and until they kill you, until they put you down, until they break you down, you're the, you're the guy, you're the guy who built all this shit. You can rebuild it all again. Exactly. And a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs, we go through this cathartic process. We go through this, you know, the, the, lots the non, of non sociopath, egotistical <laughs> ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> don't talk about me that way. I mean, I, I go through them too. Uh, so uh, there you go. So let's talk about. Let's start at the top of uh, what you want to. What we want to talk about today. One of your companies that you want to promote. Uh, let's go down the list of some of these different companies. Oh, I appreciate it. There's uh, definitely definitely some great ones there. So uh, the Turncoin you were speaking about, one of my most coveted and, and um, largest holdings. It's the first of its kind. It's a registered digital security. Uh, so our legal and uh, dear friend and colleague of mine for many years is Mr. Roel Campos. He was one of the previous commissioners of the SEC. Uh, so when we were building uh, this uh, financial mechanism, we want to wanted to always make sure, along with all my other companies, is if we're going to go into a space that could be a digital asset, crypto, NFT, blockchain, uh, some key buzzwords with this current um, current environment, I'm not going to operate in a gray area and say, oh, I'm sorry if I did something wrong. We're going to operate correctly. We're going to work with regulatory and we're going to if, if there's nothing like it out there, well, then we're going to be the first one to develop it correctly and properly get it registered and filed in full transparency. Uh, so this is this is one of those companies in which we've had tremendous success with. Uh, we have the full support and backing and investment from some I- iconic uh, athletes and entertainers such as Drew Brees. He's actually our global ambassador, what, what we've oh. built here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Randy Jackson from American Idol. 
We have Von Miller, Cam Jordan, Wendell Carter, and most recently we've announced Luke Bryan, uh, country uh, music star that's joined our um, joined our company as one of our music ambassadors. Uh, so at the top level, everybody anybody that owns a turn coin, which is a registered security, it's not a uh, it's not a cryptocurrency. Uh, they own a piece of um, the revenues that come in from our operating company, which is known as Virtual Stacks. So that's V-I-R-T-A-L-S-T-A-X. Uh, Virtual Stacks just officially launched uh, about a week ago. Uh, we launched with uh, oh. some, some. We launched with twenty collegiate athletes on the platform, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, five years of development. Just a little bit over $20 million in private investment capital from strategic money, uh, no investment banking, no VCs, no private equity, all um, all specific strategic individuals that believed in, in what we were building. And we've created a f- uh, fungible token environment where people can buy virtual shares of people. So uh, we're, we're going out saying stocks for companies, stacks for people. Oh. and. With this model, you have two business models. You have anybody that is like uh, Patrick Mahomes or a Drew Brees that has a massive audience, um, and, and across any different industry, we just we started with sports. Uh, you have a huge amount of followers, and these are people that are going to buy your virtual shares or your virtual trading cards. So it's a major liquidity event for anybody that has built a big audience and has a great fan base and a great loyal, growing fan base. On that platform, anybody that's buying or selling their virtual shares, the issuer or the Drew Brees in this example, they keep 90% of the revenues. The platform keeps 10%. And all the money flows up into all the turn coin holders. So you have this constant monthly yield coming into all of our investors or anybody that buys and holds our, our registered security. The other business model, which is which is one of the biggest reasons why I'm part of this company and, and, and heavily advocating it, is you have billions of people that have passions, dreams, and talents to, to be the next Derek Jeter, to be the next Taylor Swift, to be the next Drew Brees, um, Tiger Woods, the list goes on. At some point on those careers, they have limited exposure. Instagram, TikTok has given these people some a little bit more oomph, but there's still mm-hmm. no way to properly monetize them to continue to go after their dreams and to continue to take lessons, help hopefully get them a college scholarship or money for them to go to school, buy equipment, Stay on top of, of their skill and their and their dreams, and at some point, myself included, I had aspirations to be a baseball player, and I stupidly gave up on that um, in college and went after building my my entrepreneur side. Uh, but you have something like this now, and think of it like a GoFundMe, where it's a legal regulated environment where your friends, your family, your classmates, your coaches, your music instructor, your piano teacher, anybody can buy virtual shares of you to help you continue to support your dreams and you continue to bring in money to go after those dreams and to go after those passions. So it, it allows people to spot talent. So if you're a speculator or if you're someone that likes to identify, you see a 12-year-old kid out on the golf course and you think he's going to be the next Tiger Woods, imagine buying his virtual shares on Virtual Stacks' platform for 10 cents a share and you bought 10,000 shares to help that kid continue after his dreams. Eight years from now, you see him on TV playing the masters and his virtual shares are now 15, 20, $50. So imagine the upside of being able to support people on their journey and actually be able to recoup 
substantial earnings if you stuck with them and you continue to believe and support them. Uh, so you multiply that by all the, uh, again, billions of people that want to be artists, musicians, athletes, singers, uh, anything. We even have biz- great business people on this platform that are going to help entrepreneurs be able to monetize their, their skill sets to give them some awareness and have people invest into them or buy their virtual shares of virtual trading cards because they think they may be the next Elon Musk one day. Uh, so yeah, amazing platform, incredible team of people, CEO Rudolph Markroff, uh, phenomenal leader, great visionary, and I'm honored to, to be working alongside of him and, and the rest of this great team. So I'm looking at the website. It's Virtual Stacks with a X at the end, virtualstacks, uh, S-T-A-X, dot com. And uh, so I've, I can see all the different uh, you know celebrities you guys have on there. Randy Jackson's on here. I think there's a country star on here. Luke Bryan. Uh, yeah. I'm not too into the thing. Is Metallica on here yet? I'm just kidding. Uh, go ahead and add to them. Um, but uh, so can anyone join this and put up a thing for themselves or do you have to have some uh, celebrity status? No, anybody. So the first rollout is these 20 collegiate athletes that we have on the platform. Mm-hmm. And we've, um, again, they're seven days in. You're already seeing that these kids are generating revenue from their fan base or their family or, or wow. their supporters. So now, you know, the, the platform, which we've known as uh, a need for it in the market, it just nobody had the, the wherewithal to build it. We, we built it. Uh, and now going from here, it'll, it'll strategically roll out into other um, sporting industries, professions, and then uh, uh, it will be open up to everybody where you can easily issue your virtual shares, just like you're signing up for Instagram or TikTok. It's going to be that simple. Uh, there is a KYC process to make sure that people are actually who they say they are. You can't say oh. you're Taylor Swift and start to issue virtual shares of of yourself if you're not her. Uh, so in that case, um, very simple process, and you can be up and running and and have people start to back your uh, your dreams. Uh, very wow! Easily. So so I can go on there and and you go on right now. You can sign up. Well. It's Stacks S T A X dot app is the actual platform, or like you said, virtualstacks.com. You can get more information about that. Yeah, uh, my value would probably go negative though. People would be like, "No, block that dude." I don't no, think so. I I, I'd support you. I think you got plenty more. <laughs> I got one. Yeah, man. Cool, man. This is awesome. I'm going places. I might be the next Taylor Swift. You may or be. I want uh, to be Howard new... Stern, I would think, the way you want to keep I'd growing this thing. I need to be another Howard Stern. I'm just waiting for him to kick off so the rest of his followers over there. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> We tried to get on. I think we talked to somebody at Sirius XM one time, and it's just uh, no, we, we're good at doing our own thing. We don't want control. Um, but uh, so this is really cool. So people can download the app. They can yep. follow. They can in, basically invest or buy shares in their in their favorite person. And then the stock can go up or down, right? Yeah. Or their virtual share price. Uh, think of it like owning a Mickey Mantle card or a mm-hmm. Judge card. If you look at it like a virtual trading card and the, the demand uh, is based upon supply and demand. So your your the algorithm we have or the popularity that you have as an issuer. Your it's not tied into your revenues or your earnings. So it's not a security. It's just tied into your your fan base, your popularity, your growth, your momentum that you have behind you. And the more people that want to have that connection to you, the more opportunities they have to to be able to have that connection. This is one of those things that allows someone to actually say, hey, I, I own a virtual share of you know, one of my favorite idols in the world. Uh, phase two, there'll be the NFT component where you'll be able to have even closer proximity or an, and even additional uh, digital collectibles of your favorite athletes, entertainers, business people, or celebrities. 
Uh, and But you'd have to have uh, ownership in their virtual shares to be able to have access to that next level of connection uh-huh. to them. So there's, so a there's real, a next step coming out. Yeah, coming out, which, um, it, again, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say it just adds, uh, adds more support and revenue opportunities for the issuer and give them more opportunities to continue to monetize their popularity and fuel their dreams. And so basically people, these are blockchain certificates uh, where you can buy into talented people, which is probably why I'm not on there yet. I'm not talented. Uh, you can create your stacks. You can promote your stacks and fund your dreams and uh, track performance. And then this ties in with the, uh, the turn coin. Correct. So if you're a TurnCoin equity holder, uh, we have um, quite a large investor pool of people that bought our TurnCoin digital security. Uh, They'll be listed on digital security exchanges shortly where people can continue to buy and sell them. Uh, And if you own a TurnCoin, you own a percentage of the revenue that comes in from all the buying and selling of people's virtual stacks. And on a monthly basis, you get that yield. So going into uh, this next economic crisis that not going into, we've been in it for a while. So you, as we're in this issue where you're seeing housing bubble prices um, pop, you're seeing businesses lay off tens of thousands of people. Uh, I've always, always thought yield driven, dividend driven companies are the most important thing in the world. They, they help prevent bubbles from bursting because these bullshit valuations that company has or assets have or properties have uh, is what causes a collapse because it's not sustainable. But if you go back to a time not that long ago where you based the valuations on companies, whether they're public or private, on a multiplier of their earnings, it's simple math. You learned this in fifth grade. That's what the company's worth, not some ridiculous number that you that you fantasize it being worth that's not sustainable. And then you start to have a collapse. And the minute there's any type of collapse, even if it's a small correction, everybody flips out because they reminisce the late 90s, they reminisce 2012, like you're mentioning. Uh, and they, uh, and they, they, it's a, you know, trying to catch a falling knife. It just, everybody leaves um, as quickly as they can. And then uh, I don't know how many more times governments can bail out uh, situations saying they're too big to fail and just print more and more money. It doesn't, doesn't continue to work that way. It just, uh, just hurts the masses and, and, you know, the, the masses fuel the world. So, uh, and to me, companies like TurnCoin, it's an old GE model. Uh, Mr. Jack Welsh, who I you know, loved his business practices is build companies that generate earnings and, and protect yeah. the company, protect the stakeholders, protect the employees. And as long as those earnings are coming in, and your investors get a dividend, you, you built a safe ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So this looks pretty interesting. You, you've got stacks categories. So there's all, there's esports, sports. Wow, so esports, you can do gaming and stuff. Yeah. Uh, artists, actors, there's musician, business is probably where I'd be. There's influencer if you're like an Instagram person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Some people call me an influencer, but you most certainly know. are. I don't know. I had people, people just listen to the show and go, yeah, whatever. So keep us laughing, boy. Um, <laughs> and just keep entertaining us. And just shut up and don't, don't tell us what to do. Just entertain us and educate us as well. We call it info entertainment. So this is really cool. You can download the app. It just launched. You can you get on both the uh, uh, iPhone and. Well, and, uh, here's the other thing. We uh, we spent a lot of time rebuilding this. Uh, it's it's um, it's a mobile application, so it doesn't rely on being in the App Store. All I got oh, to go. all I got to do is go to stacks.app and you're inside of our app environment. Um, 
a lot of reasons as to as to this in order for us to continue to grow and not be in harm's way one day if uh the apple or google gods decide they don't want us to be on their systems anymore to just delete us uh, which we've seen them do with other companies um uh, so there's no reason for us to be in that situation and we can also we believe this is a tool with a lot of my other companies nodal uh, being one of them metalife being another one this is a tool that's going to be connected to our wireless global networks that don't rely on cellular wi-fi or you know traditional internet networks uh we want virtual stacks to be on every device in the world, whether they have connectivity, limited connectivity or not. So if you were living in an app store environment with some of our other plans and global reach and someone's in the middle of a very remote area of the world or in a jungle and they have an Android or an iOS smart device or smartphone, but they don't have connectivity, they can't access the app store. They can't, they can't entertain or engage with, with the system. But if you're on one of our other networks, that's a mesh network that can continue to allow for connectivity and communication, pushing content and allowing people to communicate with each other, then you can t- always be 100% up and operational. So, you know, the reason uh, not being in an app store environment, too, is it can ensure that something like this that is a very powerful tool for people to generate revenues for themselves to always be uh, able to be in somebody's hands and always be able to be, pre- be promoting their stacks to their audience. That's good to have when the zombie apocalypse kicks in. It's yeah, coming. Uh, it was on the CDC website, think, so it's coming. It's next week. I think it's 2023. 2023. You know, 2023 is, is about to uh, come around the corner here, for those of you watching this. 2023 uh, and me, I think that should be the slogan. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's a terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Oh, that's a DNA thing. Yeah, it's a um, DNA the, uh, they know who to eat. That's who you know yeah. who's going to be a zombie and who's not. So that's, ah, it all ties there we in. go. It'll all tie in. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I want one of those. I want just like a good year for a change. Like we just a, have like go get a tire. It doesn't even. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even have to be a good year. I'll take like an average year where nothing happens, just fucking boring, like all year long. You know, after COVID I'm and so in twenty twenty one twenty. Like end the war in Russia and uh, let's just kind of all get along for a while and just pretend like we like each other and uh, nothing happens. No, no locusts, no uh, plagues, no, no frogs, yeah. no frogs. No, you know, I'm over all of it, man. I, I you, just, ever, you ever see the tornado uh, videos with frogs, by the way? They're I amazing. don't. It, is that is that a well, thing? Apparently, there's been some tornadoes that sucked up a bunch of frogs. And then it starts raining frogs. And I go back to the biblical times, like, was that all that just happened? Was it a tornado that sucked up a bunch of frogs and then threw them back down into the... I don't know. The way the last few years have gone, uh, you know, you're just like, what's next? I mean, I'm still waiting for the aliens and the the rapture to take place. Um, So I've been preparing for all that. Uh, I've been practicing my alien language. Yeah, what do you got? Right, right? Always. Well, I mean... Yeah, you. I think it's mostly Klingon. I've been trying to learn Klingon. I don't know what the fuck that means. So, um, anything more we want to touch on this before we move to one of your next uh, ventures you want to promote? Uh, no, I appreciate us uh, touching cool. on it. Uh, it's, I, it's a good looking app and it's a good looking website. I've seen a lot of people try and uh, square this circle, and uh, it looks like you guys have got the backing and everything to do it. So, um, yeah, a lot of good lot, people. Long time, a lot of great people. I, like anything, you can't get anything done without amazing people supporting you. And next to you so um this was this was lightning in a bottle with this team and all the professional services that we have supporting this and uh, and great leadership 
There you go. Oh, people, I was going to mention, I was looking over the website here. People can trade and sell their, their investments too. On, That's on correct. Things. So yeah. Like if I want to sell a Drew Brees card, because I don't know, he's not working out well on my fantasy football league. Well, he's he's getting you zero points because he ain't playing. Yeah. That was going to say, didn't he retire? Unless, but, he, uh, uh, unless he joins the replacements. Uh, I'm selling him Keanu now. Reeves. <laughs> trading him for, I don't even know who's doing good. I, I'm a Raiders fan, so uh, you watch the fo- you watch the football for the first three uh, uh, games, and then you just go give up and cry the rest of the year. Um, <laughs> you don't bother. I, I I can't watch I can't watch the Raiders. I love Raiders. It's so hard to be your lifelong fan, but I mean, I could be a Browns fan, so I don't worry about it too much. That's true. It's always um, what else? <laughs> well, it's the NFL. Uh, what else? Uh, what else do you want to plug in in here? Uh, we could talk about uh, Nodal. I touched on it briefly. Uh, Nodal, we've built the world's largest wireless network without um, building a single Wi-Fi, I mean, a um, wireless tower, cell tower, or Wi-Fi base station, wow. uh, connecting billions of IoT devices around the world. Uh, co-founders Misha Ben-Oliel and Garrett Kinsman. I, I get to work with them in this great team. We have an amazing app that rewards our users you nodal cash n-o-d-l-e-c-a-s-h so nodal cash app for android or, or iphone and you download the app and you immediately create a digital wallet and you passively earn our nodal cash cryptocurrency by allowing nodal to utilize your device or access your device and simply collect small packets of data from all iot devices around your phone uh, and you'd be very surprised when you download the app and you turn it on and to see that there's just start earning uh, nodal cash like crazy because of all the Bluetooth devices, Bluetooth chips, anything broadcasting out IoT data, our network sees. And again, for allowing us to use your phone, we reward you for allowing us to collect that bit of data, use your phone as a gateway and send that to the cloud. Uh, we don't collect any uh, personal information. We have no idea who the users are. We're not selling any personal information. It's simply a network to collect and organize and um, and build data from all the IoT devices that are in an environment. Uh, so it's it's pretty amazing company, very amazing company actually. Yeah. Uh, the Nodal Cash cryptocurrency is listed on top tier exchanges around the world, uh, and we've got an amazing um, uh, group of holders, tons of wallets that uh, have created a Nodal Cash app uh, wallet. And uh, we're part of if you're familiar with cryptocurrencies or blockchain, we're part of the Polkadot network uh we have a parachain on 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 that network and uh, again all all the companies that i'm involved with this one included it's long-term visions it's great leadership um no nothing that's going to try to take advantage of trends or just try to capitalize on a short-term moment it's it's really building what we believe the future is going to look like and how do you build uh, companies that can be sustainable and and weather any storm and, and be there for the next hundred years so that's my mindset um, kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about you know what is my point on this planet. I'd like to leave a little bit of a legacy, a little bit of a of a mark of the things that I was involved with, the great company and people that I get to work with and help them achieve their dreams and goals. And, uh, and thankfully, I built a great network of relationships and people. And, and what I always love in the present moment is thinking about this right now. It's my, all my work, efforts, decisions, lack of decisions, my path and my journey led to us connecting and now being on your great show. Same thing goes for you. All your, everything you've done in your life up until when we first spoke, the, 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 it doesn't happen by accident. Those are all decisions that we've been part of that allowed that to happen. Uh, and that, I love that moment. It's one of my favorite things in the world. If you just sat back and think about why are you in that room when I, when I get to speak with, um, or speak at great conferences or with groups of people, 
It's, it's an important question that people need to think about and reflect about. How did I get here? How did I get in this, this place right now? <laughs> like, yeah. what did I do? What did I do? I mean, I, I didn't come here willingly. They, they trapped me. Um, I think I was looking for, I think I was trying to get a Snickers bar that I found <laughs> on the street and it was attached to a string. And then all of a sudden they locked me in this room and said, you're now the host of the Chris Voss show and we'll feed you scraps on the door. And I'm like, it's amazing. Uh, I don't know. As long as I get this Snicker bar every now and then I'm good. Oh, um, funny. but, uh, you know, so it's kind of against my will, but I don't know. It seems to be working. Whatever that means. I don't know. So uh, this is Nodal, N-O-D-L-E.com. Correct. Um, and is this a Web3 uh, basically new uh, sort of thing? It's definitely parts of Web3. It's 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 building, a, a basically utilizing another wireless network connecting mobile devices. Mm. So it's, it's, again, it's unreliant of cellular connectivity. It's unreliant of Wi-Fi connectivity. It's mm-hmm. allowing your mobile phone to be able to connect to IoT devices in an environment. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a, it's a traditional network. You can think of like another type of telecom, mm-hmm. except we don't know who you are. We don't want to know who you are. We're not collecting. You don't want to selling. Know. We don't. We're not you, don't you don't want to know my OnlyFans uh, subscription base. <laughs> Unless there's a ton of IoT devices around you at that moment, that's all we want to know. We want to collect yeah. that little bit of data and uh, and reward you for it. So, uh, so the who, what, why, and where, when, uh, like, so why is this important? Why is it important to download the app and get involved? You can make money. Am I creating like a basically a new AT and T or Verizon sort of network, basically? Or yep, that- w- without. Um, Anybody exploiting your your privacy? You know, we, well, I like AT and T knowing what my OnlyFans subscriptions well, are. That's 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 your choice. Um, okay. We believe your data is yours, and we believe you should be able to monetize your data how you like. I, so I like having the uh, FBI and the uh, <laughs> and the other uh, things. Uh, it's cool when they activate. So here I have. I opened up the app. If you can see it. Okay. Let's. So see this here. is the Nodal app, and right now I see those little Nodal coins popping around. Oh wow! Those are all IoT devices around me. And you get paid for basically helping you guys create the uh, network. Yes, yeah, there. Look at that. Just, just, just earning the way. So if you walk into a Best Buy, you light up like a Christmas tree. Just turn this app really? on. Yeah. Wow. Do you, do you need to have your, both your Wi-Fi and your Bluetooth on or does it? Just your Bluetooth NFC? needs to be on. You just need, your Bluetooth, your Bluetooth okay. needs to be on and that'll connect with anybody nearby, but you do have to have internet connection at some point to send that data to the cloud. And that's when you, that's when you get your earnings. There you go. Does it does it increase my data burn at all? Not at all. No, not oh. at all. But what you know, what we'd like you to have the capability of is earning enough nodal cash throughout the month to be able to pay your data plan. For example, we want people. That would be to, cool. Yeah. So that's you know part of the the business roadmap is earning enough money for offering people free connectivity and uh, having access to the internet for free. Is it a way where I could replace using AT and T or Verizon? I mean, it's always good to have. Uh, redundancy in place. I, th- yeah. I think I think networks need to all work together and communicate with each other. And now you got Musk is Starlink. You have traditional cellular towers, but then there's you have to understand the uh, not that you don't. I'm not saying it like you don't, but the the business economics of why a cell tower goes up or why billions of dollars of fiber or infrastructure go into an area. It's because there's an economic play there. This hmm. majority parts of the world are never going to have a cell tower or Wi-Fi base stations built because there's no economic play. But that doesn't mean that there's not a civilization there or a village of people or uh, thousands of people that are still there and they live there, but they're not going to have traditional networks. So when you have parallel hmm. networks like Nodal, uh, MetaLife, I mentioned before, 
a complete mesh social networking, uh, true Web3 company where we don't rely on any um, centralized traditional networks, there, there's uh, half the planet isn't connected. You have, mm-hmm. uh, if, you know, three, four billion people that are not connected. So part of my journey has been to really connect the unconnected world. And I learned this, unfortunately, um, when those towers went down in 2001, I saw that Sprint, uh, wasn't Sprint at the time, I saw that Nextel push to talk technology. And I said, holy shit, that is important. Yeah. Uh, because if it didn't have that, there was no communication at Ground Zero. And if you look today, 20, uh, 21 years later, um, it's still the traditional hub and spoke model where if we all connect to a cell tower, we all connect to a Wi-Fi in our homes. But if you don't have power or there's a terrorist event or a blackout or a storm or something to take that network down, you got a very expensive MP3 player in your pocket. So <laughs> that drives, it drives me crazy that we still continue to build this hub and spoke model for communication. Now with technologies and companies like Nodal, uh, Helium is another one, uh, and MetaLife, uh, you have the ability to connect, communicate, locate, and share things with other people, regardless if you have internet or cellular connection or not. Uh, so to me, life-saving, important technology, and also an important uh, redundancy uh, network where you can merge traditional networks, traditional Wi-Fi, cellular, with, with these new technologies that are rolling out. There you go. So I download the app, and I'm seeing it activate here. How easy and, was that? Uh, you just did it was that. Very now. easy. There was yeah, no pre-gaming on this. That was set up a wallet for me, and uh, all that sort of good stuff. Let me see if I can hold it a little bit more where I'm not getting the blow. Yeah, back. I was doing the same thing. But yeah, the great. yeah. So it's doing some pinging. It says pending reward ten devices Look at right that. now, and uh, yeah. So I'll play with it. Hey, I, if I can figure out a way to get rid of my uh, cell phone bill, that'd be awesome. Okay, <laughs> we want to help you do that. <laughs> I'm all for that. Uh, what else do you want to touch on? I uh, love the touch on EV Hotel. Um, okay. Great, great hotel brand. Uh, not even a single building up yet, but it's got a huge community. It's um, known as the one of the, the most advanced smart technology, high technology uh, hotel concepts that hit the market. Uh, What's the dot com on that? EVHotel.com. Uh, how do you spell actually, the EV? Actually, we, just, we actually just changed. Let me make sure that's correct. It used to be EV sure. Hotel AI. People look these up as we're going along. And... One sec. So funny, we just updated it yesterday. So I want to make sure it went. It is the T-H-E E-V hotel. D-E-V? Oh, no. T-H-E. So the. T-H-E. E as in Edward. E. V as in Victor, okay. hotel.com. EVHotel.com. And uh, I must have misspelled it somehow. Uh, T-H-E, mm-hmm. EVHotel.com? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on it. Huh. Oh, you know what it's doing? I'm in the search thing. What an idiot. You're doing great. You're doing you know, on the search bar, it, it just goes, well, here are some competitors. You end up with all the thing. All right, so the EV Hotel. And uh, so you guys are launching this. What, what is the company's vision, and what are you trying to do? Yeah, so um, I, I 
merged all my work on, on this space for about eight eight to ten years. I've been building this crypto concept hospitality hotel brand. Uh, honored to get to work with some of the, the biggest hotel and F&B and, and hospitality hotels and brands out there. All those executive CEOs love the concept that was wanted to bring to the market. But trying to move them is impossible. So Cinderella story of uh, of knowing people and the journey that I've been on. I, I meet Ken Patel, who is the CEO and founder of EV Hotel. Uh, he's building this high tech, smart technology hotel, automated, giving the guests and the staff this incredible experience on technologies and services and IoT devices uh, that you would expect and want in a hotel environment. Things that you have in your own home, but you don't have in a hotel. Um, then I said, love it. Let's let's talk about merging what you're building in with what I want to build with this crypto NFT digital asset vision and create the world's first smart crypto hotel, uh, which we've done. Uh, we've, we've been working together for over a year now. Our first location is being built in the Phoenix market. Uh, we've announced partnerships and locations uh, that'll be announced in uh, Punta Cana. That was, that was announced with a, a Spanish public entity. And uh, future locations will be properly announced shortly. And what we've done is we've created what I've mentioned before. You have all these smart devices, smart mirrors, smart bathrooms, smart toilet, all about 20 or so smart devices in your hotel. Uh, Now, when you walk into the EV hotel lobby, you're immediately connected to this enormous community of crypto enthusiasts or digital asset people where they can see and display NFTs in the hotel lobby. They can easily pay and check in for things with their crypto wallet or their preferred cryptocurrency or crypto token that they want to experience and use in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the biggest things that I've uh, that I've seen going to these conferences, whether it's Bitcoin or if it's an Ethereum or an NFT uh, city that gets taken over, it's amazing because you have these great parties and you have this incredible influential people that are saying where the world is going. And I believe that is where it's going. However, you're in that environment, you're at that club, you're at that pool party, and they're all talking NFTs, they're all talking cryptocurrencies, and then you take out your your visa and you pay for your, for your drink and your meal. There's a disconnect with the excitement for the community to be actually be able to use those cryptocurrencies in real life and bring all these people into a building that is catered to them. And that's what EV Hotel is. It's catered to that uh, that traveler that loves technology, they love ease of use, they love being able to just walk in and go right to the room without even actually needing to talk to somebody, just check in and do the process through yourself. And now be able to pay for your turkey sandwich and cryptocurrency. Uh, when you walk into your room, have your NFTs thrown up on the wall so you can feel proud about all the digital assets that you own that are in your wallet that you can now actually experience inside of your room and, again, possibly even throughout the uh, the lobby of the hotel. And then the, the real big mechanism is the getting rid of the ballrooms. That is a big expense in a lot of these hotels and replacing it with an actual uh, cryptocurrency trading floor, much like the New York Stock mm. Exchange or the Chicago Merck, where you can increase the economics of that building or that hotel being more profitable, where you sell seats to these digital exchanges, to the, the cryptocurrency companies, where they can actually buy a seat to the, the floor of our exchanges the guest or anybody in that town or visiting that town can go into our hotel and start to understand what cryptocurrencies are, start to actually see it in real life, much like if they're watching Bloomberg or CNBC, where they can actually see that it is an asset. They could see people buying and selling and trading. They can start to connect it with familiarities of themselves, whether they 
It's like no different than me buying an IBM stock through Charles Schwab. It's the same exact thing. It's just another medium or another asset class that I can put in my portfolio. I've always believed that's the biggest missing thing for getting generational wealth to believe that this cryptocurrency uh, chapter of our lives is real is that they don't see it. They don't believe it. They don't trust it. But if you can Mm -hmm. replicate the processes of it to something that we're very used to, again, like going on Ameritrade.com or turning on CNBC and watching the trading happen and watching markets being built and watching liquidity happen, then you can start to get people to put their guard down a little bit and, and, uh, and trust, trust this movement. And um, even prior to this whole FTX collapse, I've always spoken about it freaks the hell out of me about the children responsible for billions and billions of dollars of trading and billions and billions of dollars of people's assets going in and out of these platforms needs Mm -hmm. to be regulated. It needs to be run by seasoned professionals that understand the importance of people's money and, 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 and cherish the, the process of a market, a true market is never fails. The stock market has never failed. Whether it's gone up and down is, is not my point. It doesn't fail as far as trading that, uh, creating that trade where people can buy and sell paper and 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 and, and convert it to cash or some fiat currency. Uh, and same thing should apply in this crypto movement and working with banks and regulatory and, and seasoned professionals that understand that process and and protect people's taxed earnings because that is extremely important. And in the crypto world, I, it tends to resemble monopoly money where people don't really understand that it's if you're buying and selling crypto and you want to go and utilize those trades into some sort of commerce you got to convert it to a fiat currency you got to convert it to cash Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's never talked about it 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 it, it, it kind of drives me crazy and everybody's saying it's uh, going futures crypto going everything's going to be crypto maybe maybe not but that's a scarier world to live in yeah. Um, I, I want to always have the ability to use cash. I, I hate going yeah. into a, a store or a, a restaurant or a retail store that says we don't take cash. It freaks me out because yeah. I start to think about, well, what happens when you, you, you know, there's no connectivity is there, you lose power or there's a storm <laughs> and I need to go into this store and I need to get water. You don't take cash. Do you just not do business? It doesn't, doesn't, yeah. it, it, it freaks me out. So it's always good to have options. Okay. So the EV, the EV hotel has got it will have twelve EV smart devices in each guest room. So pretty cool, man. You're gonna it's gonna be walking in the future of hotels, basically. That's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. And we've got a we've built a great community, a lot of support behind this brand. Uh, and since the work that we've done, well, Ken's done separately. I've done separately. Then over the last year, we've done together. Uh, we've sparked a lot of other brands to uh, increase their innovations and, and make announcements, which I think is great. I think hotels need to upgrade a lot of their services and solutions and offerings. Yeah. And I think they got to, uh, I don't know how, when's the last time you or anybody has booked a hotel room, but the, the rates are ridiculously high uh, and uh, and you don't really get anything anymore that you used to get. There's there's no um, no real enhanced services, no real uh special feelings and everything is just more expensive. Yeah. Well, if you, you know, in Vegas, uh, you only use a, hell, uh, a hotel room to crash after your night of partying. So that's where the <laughs> hangover happens. But uh, we see that movie, the hangover. Uh, anything else you want to promote before we go out? Uh, no, I really appreciate your time, Chris. It was a pleasure. Cool, man. With you. 
Cool. Uh, I know uh, there was the there was an NFT thing that you had. I think in your bio that I was curious about the Chain Tech Labs. Do you want to plug that at all? Yeah, Chain Tech Labs, great, uh, great team, great company. Over a year of development, we're the first of its kind to uh, be regulated and licensed out of the the DIFC in Dubai, uh, and we're creating revenue bearing tokens. So again, in my mind. NFTs were another vehicle for companies to build awareness, build big customer bases, and generate revenues. So that's how I looked at this digital asset NFT space, not just as a picture of something and try to take a bunch of money from people and and laugh at them, but actually use this as another tool for companies to raise revenue. It's just, it's another mechanism for for revenues, but you want to be able to always support people buying your stuff if someone's buying our nfts or what we've uh, uh um, stated as revenue rbc's i mean rbt's revenue bearing tokens the word revenue is in in what we're creating if you're going to buy something of ours like the like one of our, our nfts or our rbt's there's got to be a real business behind it and we want to make sure that this thing's more valuable and in more demand and you never want to sell it so not that everything I'm involved with is a Berkshire uh, Hathaway Class A stock, but that's my mindset is I want to create things that have real value. I want to create things that have sustainable value. And I really want to create things that people never want to F and sell. I want someone to hold this thing forever, be proud of it, and earn from it uh, every day that they're that they're holding it and pass it down from their kid to their kids to their kids to their kids. So that's what I want to create. and um, And it's fun now because... 20 years ago, 10 years ago, trying to create this with the wrong lawyers, the wrong accountant, the the biggest assholes in the world, just stealing my ideas and ruining them. Still glad about that process because it allowed me oh. to learn and become more seasoned and understand the team. I, I, right now, I'm, I want the 1927 murderers row. That's what I want all the time. And and if we don't have that, then we don't go in business and we don't launch it until yeah. I have the right people in the right positions to make sure that we can actually execute and perform. And that's all that I want. It's not, it's not even a crazy ask. It should be the same, same sane ass that every CEO or entrepreneur uh, puts out in the world when they want to go in business or release a product or build a solution. You better have the right team, the right people supporting you, or your journey is going to be hell and you're going to hate every day. So do it and do yeah. it right. Definitely. That's a great mantra to do it with. So we've uh, covered a lot of different companies. Give us your dot coms, wherever you want people or, or all the dots that we uh, want to have people take a look at. They'll, of course, be listed on the Chris Voss Show. Of course. Uh, well, after you go to the Chris Voss Show, check out EIE.rocks. Uh, again, that's a corporate site that goes through a lot of the holdings. But most importantly, if, if you want to hear my voice and how I portray my ethics, my entrepreneurial journey. It's LinkedIn and Twitter and it's Brian J. Esposito. And it's, it's never really fluff. It's, I think anything I post has got some real merit to it, some great life lessons. And I'm as vulnerable as they come. I tell my story uh, true and true because I, if I can help someone avoid some of the mistakes I've made or have a better understanding when they're going through some of those trials and tribulations that you're not alone, uh, we all go through it. More money does not mean less problems. Nobody's immune to problems. And um, and don't be afraid to ask for help. It's not weak. Go on places like LinkedIn. Find somebody that you think you can relate and connect with. And if you're in a jam, ask for help. You know, that's the great thing about being an entrepreneur. Uh, you you give back and you're usually rewarded in the direct and usually direct portion to the service and, and help and assistance you give to other people at making their lives better, hopefully. Um, I'm not sure people listening to the show are getting their lives improved, but uh, I don't know, maybe they are. Uh, 
But you know, you're you're easily rewarded, and that's the beautiful thing about entrepreneurism. You make the world better. You make build widgets to make people's lives better. Usually, you know, you you find something you're like, I don't like how this works, and uh, there's a better way to do this, and you invent something better. You know, I never thought that somebody could improve on paper clips. It's one of my favorite analogies. You know, like I was like, yeah, that, that paper clips thing, that's pretty much done in the can. <laughs> then years later, they came out with serrated paper clips or whatever they have the they have the uh little cuts on them so yeah. they hold better and then uh, somebody came out with painted candy stripe ones and i'm like i don't know about candy stripe paper clips uh, some of my either it looks like a little looks like one of those little uh, christmas uh, sort of uh, candies they have and uh, so you know that's the beautiful thing and it's great that we it, it's a great opportunity to give back um i think some of the best you know charity and different things that we do and just helping people makes all the difference in the world. Uh, so thank you very much, Brian, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it as well. Have a good there day. Go. And good holiday season. And I got to go download all your stuff now and uh, <laughs> some of these other apps. I got the one going, so that's cool. And uh, we'll check out all the apps. I really love the beauty of what you put in the uh, virtual stacks app. I, I see a lot of people trying to do different things on this over the years and the apps usually aren't done that well. And so, you know, having a good visual app makes all the difference in the world too, as well. Thank we'll probably you. go see if we can put the Chris Voss show on there and it'll probably go in the negative because everybody would be like, just sell it, sell it. <laughs> Turn like, those machines like, back on. Yeah. Everybody would be selling short on my, no, uh, no, I'd uh, be your first buyer. So let's get you up on there. All right. Cool, man. I'm like a hooker on a, on our app now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's my OnlyFans, uh, the Chris Voss Show OnlyFans. Um, I usually have a joke for the OnlyFans, but anyway. Uh, so thank you very much for coming on, Brian. We really appreciate it. Uh, thanks to my audience for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Voss, uh, youtube.com, Fortress Chris Voss. Hit the bell notification button. Feel like you've achieved some. Go download all the apps we referenced today. You can find links in the Chris Voss Show. Uh, also go to LinkedIn. There's so much stuff we have going on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's like the only place that isn't insane and crazy right now with Elon Musk trying to do whatever he's doing over there on uh, the, on, on Twitter. It, it's it's like a crapshoot to see how fast he can burn through so much money before uh, 48. I think they're burning a billion dollars a month or a billion dollars a year in annual service, the 48 billion they paid for that uh, turd. And uh, it's, it's only worth like a 15 billion. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what sort of game he plays with that and how it comes out or if it comes out or We'll see how it comes out. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time.